Hello and welcome back to the penultimate episode uh, review of What If Season 1 um, with What If Ultron 1. Um, joining me, as always, is Tony. Fascinating. And Josh. Good evening. So, um, we've talked about an episode for weeks and now it's not coming. it's the one that's been cut Um, so last week we said we assumed it was going to be the Iron Man and Gamora episode we're not getting that episode until season 2 so that is the one that was cut (laughs) wow Yeah. Um, which is a I suppose it's not a surprise considering it seemed to other than the fact that we were going to get this version of Gamora possibly join up in the final episode um, it was probably the one that was most out there of of everything that kind of wasn't going to have some kind of connection. Um, so, mm. plus they've killed Tony far too many times. Um, <laughs> and they do it again in this episode. So Yeah, they've killed him more times in this, sh- in this show than they have done in the rest of the MCU combined. Yeah. Um, right, so let's jump into it. Um, so, this episode, we... Other than a cameo that we will talk about at the end, only two returning actors from the live action. We have Jeremy Renner and uh, a, a nice surprise of Toby Jones making an mm. appearance. Um, yeah. I made a note later on that uh, I think a lot of people have asked for more of this Zola. Um, obviously, we saw him in Civil War um, and now he's been brought back in the same guise. Um, yeah. Obviously, and I think an appearance like this would have fitted perfectly with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we we didn't get one. Um, But obviously, Mm. Toby Jones has got a lot of um, voiceover experience over the years. Um, Not to mention Dead Dobby, Dead Dobby, Dead Dobby. (laughs) Um, But yeah, he he was back, as was Jeremy Renner, who I think we've all, all bigged up as being superb throughout his appearances and yeah. Yeah, in this show. I've been really surprised at how good he's been. You can yeah. hear he's really giving it a go in, in his line delivery. Yeah. And I, I and I do wonder whether it comes down to the fact that he has been portraying him at mm. the same time as doing these this voiceover yeah. work. So yeah, he's, he's in, in that, that, like, in that, that mindset. mindset. He's the character, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Whereas some of the others possibly haven't. And we'll touch on another one a, a bit later on. Um, that is also in the same situation. Um, I thought the opening action sequence is one of the best put-together scenes we've seen in this show. That was brilliant. Mm. Um, the the bike shot was great. Yeah. When she's coming overhead on the bike yeah. and landing down on the two droids. Yeah, just uh, really thought it was it was well put together. I actually thought the, the, the Tony Stark cameo in this was, again, back to a better bit of work. I thought he dropped the ball a bit in the last episode mm. um, that he was in. Whereas this one, he, he kind of gets again. And I know it's only a small chunk in this one. It's only a couple of lines. Mm. Um, but I thought he nailed it this time. Um, yeah. Then the first appearance of uh, Ultron Vision, slash whatever you want to call him, um, it had a feel of Magneto to him. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's like the, as he floated down, it, yeah, it's very similar. Past, to, yeah, 
very similar to a lot of the shots that they've used in the X-Men films, both with Fassbender and McKellen have, have used that same kind of pose mm-hmm. throughout there. Um, and I think this is where we come to your little um, issue with this episode, Josh. Yeah, um, it's literally this episode is fucking brilliant as a concept in execution in every way. The literally the only nitpick I have is that they couldn't get James Spader back. Don't get me wrong, the guy who takes Ultron off does a brilliant, very near perfect impersonation of James Spader, but you can tell that it's not James Spader. Yeah, and I I kind of nail that down to the fact that it's kind of a hybrid. Yeah. That he's and, trying yeah, to throw yeah. in a little bit of Paul Bettany in there as well. Yeah. Um, mm. As Vision. And as the episode goes on, he does seem to go more towards James Spader. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. As it gets I, I to the end the, of the, the episode. Very, yeah, the very first line that he delivers as Ultron in Vision's body is as close to James Spade as I think he gets for the entire episode. I actually think he diverts more away and becomes a more, a completely different version, basically, of Ultron, but still with a James Spader-esque voice. Yeah. Um. Then I just wrote down, oh, the years of taking down Thanos. Oh, God. Just com- <laughs> completely outrageous that he just splits him Brilliant. in two. Oh, my, my eyes were just yeah. so wide when that happened. I was like, oh, right, so literally Vision was the answer to destroying Thanos. But again, where, I, does, where I'd does he start? I'd written down at this point... Yeah. I just written down at this point that... Yes. I was going to say, at this point, I'd written down that Thanos wanted to do this quickly because he had to split. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, no. Tony, get out. Get out now. Get out. <laughs> um... Then I noted that the Ultron helmet slightly got a redesign, um, which is obviously the case of he's covering up Vision's face. But for me, it's very bull-like with the horns on the sides. It's, it's definitely got mm. a, a very different feel to it. Um, a more, I don't want to say violent, but more kind of, it has a more evil overarching thing whereas obviously the, the version we've seen in live action was kind of straightforward looked very much like the droids it like the, it the belonged droids in the MCU whereas this yep. version was it was very Saturday morning cartoony but I like yeah. it yeah definitely and then I said it was great to see all the places we visited in live action albeit then being destroyed yeah <laughs> but Ego was brilliant wasn't it the look yeah. on his face yeah, it's just uh, I, I'd also enjoy the I'd also jotted down here the no scoot scoot. <laughs> no, not this time, <laughs> just a oh god, here we go. Um and going back to to one of the previous episodes, um I'm sorry, but I'm completely out on that version of Captain Marvel. I just do not like her. It doesn't work. Yeah, see the th- the thing with Captain Marvel for me is I'm all for seeing more Captain Marvel, and like in general. But when you are literally using that from episode to episode in this show, it's supposed to be what if. It's not supposed to be what if Captain Marvel dot dot dot. Yeah. Like you know, actually give us a bit of variety. Don't just shove Captain Marvel in there and get her to save the day. Yeah, and it's just I just don't think the performance is 
is anywhere near Brie Larson. It's, there's, Brie Larson's version is very stoic and to the point, whereas this one kind of seems like there's quite a lot of quips coming from her and oh, the Skynet line. Oh, well, yeah. it's fun for her for that to be kind of mentioned and and obviously it's about a robot and things like that. It, for me, that's not the Captain Marvel from the MCU. And I know it's meant to be a different version, but for me, it, it doesn't work. She's too jovial compared to, to Bree's version. Yeah. That, that's interesting because I, I wonder whether they've done that as, as deliberately because of the reaction that that she got in the films from some of the knuckle draggers yeah who were thought that she was too stoic see i wasn't i'm not i'll be honest i'm not a massive fan of her film i think she was much better in the two avengers films yeah she was mm, mm. i really like her in in that well, version there's a ba- and... the balance is just right isn't it the scene she yeah. has with thor is yeah. is hilarious that early yeah. scene with thor but it's not hilarious because of what she's saying is no, or how she's how saying it. Yeah, yeah, it's just how it comes across. She's still very yeah. much her character, whereas this yeah. just feels a little bit too jokey. Mm. Even in her tone, um, I don't particularly like it. Um, then obviously, also, I was going to say before we move on, if she's talking about the Terminator, then she's wrong because it did need a second one, and the second one was fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but as as someone pointed out. She wasn't on Earth when the second one came out. That's exactly. True. So she That's doesn't know that there's a second film, mm. <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Um, then we get on to when he has destroyed everything and you can feel the disappointment from him that he's now mm. got no purpose at all. Yeah. And um, it begs the question, would he have self-terminated? Self-terminated, <laughs> self-terminated yeah. at that hey. point, otherwise... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's he's very. There's a lot of feeling in in that, despite the fact that he is, is an android. You can quite mm. clearly feel that he's like, now what do I do? I've got no reason yeah. for being here. Um, yeah. <laughs> my next my next note was I just wrote down the watcher is a hard bastard. Yeah, but he yeah. also doesn't learn. He keeps fucking talking when it's clear that Vision, Ultra Vision can hear him. And yeah. he still carries on. And then he realises, like, dude, wake yeah. up. Yeah. That um, scene is so fucking chilling, though. When he actually turns around and goes, brilliant. I can see you. Yeah. And like, holy shit. Yeah. 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 Um, then my, my next note was, I now want to know the story on Clint's Winter Soldier arm. Oh yeah, they've yeah. got to, they've got to give us that story in season two. Otherwise, I'm not going to be happy. I need <laughs> to know why he's got a robot arm. Um, and then, then I wrote Jeffrey Wright as putting such strong performances, both comedic and dramatic, Brilliant. across Brilliant. every episode. He he slowly got stronger over every yeah. episode. Like we said, finally making bigger appearances as the season's oh. gone on. I, I think he's one of my favourite actors of now. If you watch him in Westworld, he's brilliant in that. Yeah. Uh, and then if I, I've, at the time of recording this, I've been to see the Bond film yesterday. And again, he comes in, does his bit as, as Felix, and he's great in that. The, yeah. the guys are, I think he's a really good screen actor. Yeah. And, 
and just his voice freaking brilliant in this. And I, yeah. I would love to see a live action or a CGI version of the Watcher with him doing the voice in one of the films. Yeah, definitely. And so really looking forward to seeing him as Gordon because I think he'll be mm. fantastic in that oh, yeah. role. That's brilliant yeah. casting. Yeah. Um, then the, that was when I brought up the notes about Zola, um, as we talked about at the at the start. Um, I thought the interrogation of Zola, or the integration, sorry, of Zola uh, and the drone is a really great concept. Yeah, I mm. didn't see that coming at all, that that was what they were going to do, because we know the story of Zola being like this computer-based version of himself. Um, yeah. And then to see him moved over into the into the uh, drone is is really quite clever. Um, what I love about it is just even uh, just as a, as a computer, the arrogance that Toby puts into that voice performance. He's such a little shit that character, even as a, <laughs> yeah. as a computer program. He's such yeah. an arrogant little git, isn't he? Yeah, and the fact that he knows everything and is yeah. just not going to tell them. He's just going to do it. No. No. Without telling them, he's like, just put me in in there, and I'll do whatever I need yeah. to do. You don't need to know. I'll, I'll just, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Do you know what I really want to see going forward with Toby Jones? Though I want to see uh, season two, a continuation of this. Or well, obviously, depending on what happens on Wednesday. Um, but I really want to see the drone that uh, Zola is in evolve, and he has the Into big the robot body, yeah. in the chest. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would be that would be fun. Um, then I wrote, I'm assuming Nat Shield is meant to be Red Guardians. Yeah, I it's guess got so. Because yeah. it is different. It's not the the, the yeah. usual one. So um, uh, I just scribbled out at that point. Lots of more girls cosplays of Natasha yeah. with Nat Shield. I just yeah, went. yeah. I would imagine there's probably going to be quite a lot of Black Widows with the Shield alongside yeah. Captain, Captain Carter's. Um, yeah. Once conventions come back, I yeah. I can't imagine that it's not going to be. Um, then obviously we get the role reversal from Endgame mm. um, with Clint uh, going instead of Natasha. Yes, uh, and I just noted at this point that wide shot is absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. So cinematic. Yeah, yeah. It's, I won exact- that as a painting on the wall. Actually, yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> that was exactly my next note. Was it's an absolutely stunning visual. Um, mm. As he blows the drones up, it's just ridiculous. It's do you know what it reminds me of? For, and I'm sure I know Tony, you've certainly seen it, but I'm guessing Josh, Josh probably has as well. Um, is the like the wide shots from up, oh, with the yeah. balloons floating across. Mm. It was very, it felt very much like that. Um, yeah, to me, it was it was yeah. painted in a very similar fashion, and the um, way they sort of tilted the angle as well to give it even more scope. Because the yeah. wall looks massive behind, even though we know that it's just that yeah. little tower. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and then we get, we obviously get the the massive action scenes um, between the Watcher and Ultron. Um, that but felt very brilliant. They felt very strange, like, and we'll touch on him in a moment. Um, but it felt very similar to what we saw in in the first Doctor Strange film, when he's kind of going through the different verses. Mm. Um, oh, felt very much like that, and his his yeah. armor, the Watcher's armor, is very Thanos-like. Oh, it's so cool! Yeah. It is. The, the, it just all of a sudden it, it appears, and I just thought that was great. Once he knew that he was starting to take a batter in, it was like, right, I've got to do something here. 
Suits up. But he was just so yeah. badass. Yeah. I, mean, I, I just scribbled down Yoda because he just reminded me of some of those, the prequel fight. Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we get a few little bits throughout these these changes. We get the Galactus nod. Yes. Of, that of Ultron was being massive. Um, and we <laughs> also get... Galaxy, what the fuck? Yeah. He bit a fucking universe in half. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we also get President Rogers. Brilliant. Yes, Which I thought I was great as well. That. I want to see that as a political thriller and in season two. Yeah. Did you guys know? I did until I watched some, some feedback videos. When they show the sort of the, the posters up on the wall, the one is, I think, for the show, which is the same verse as President Loki, which suggests that that's probably might be the same one and Steve beat him. Oh, oh, that's that's good. Well, speak, speaking of what um, connections, uh, does anyone see the lava planet? The, the, no. no. Ultron punched the Watcher through a lava planet um, and apparently if you slow Mustafa. it down enough, it's apparently Mustafa and Vader's castle yeah. is off yeah. on the side. <laughs> that is and, clever. And then the one where he punches the Watcher through another one and it kind of looks like a fungus-based planet. And then he kind of just shoves all the yeah Star uh, Wars as well, isn't it? the trees aside. That's supposed to be Felucia from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. As well. That's clever. Uh, okay, I was then... going to say, okay, Felucia. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? It just makes me think of Flula Berg from Suicide Squad. Um, <laughs> and then obviously we get to the end of that fight, and he's the Watcher's defeated, and the only person he can turn to. Is the man that he captured? Yeah. Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. And, and it was interesting again, that they left Benedict off the main car- main yeah. credits, wasn't it? Well, I thought oh, see, that I, was that was yeah. clever. Yeah, see, I'm still doing that thing with these episodes where I just don't sit and watch the yeah. credits as they come up. Yeah, I just I don't look at the screen now. I just look at my phone until it finished. And to be fair, it <laughs> wouldn't have uh, it wouldn't have spoiled anything. I don't think yeah. this time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so and yeah, again, Benedict's performance is, is brilliant, and they really do bounce off each other. Yeah, Benedict and Jeffrey yeah. is, is brilliant between the two of them. Um, so yeah, yeah. I again, it's, a, it's another brilliant episode. Um, they've turned it around again. Um, yeah. you guys got anything you want to add? Yeah, um, uh, just, just one or two things I picked up on. Um, you already mentioned what I described as the winter Hawkeye. <laughs> I didn't want to see yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, when the just the, the opening of the episode where he, where the watcher talks about this one breaking my heart, and you should think, well, so is he now telling this at some point in the future where did things did maybe just work out? Or, yeah. Uh, on, is it a different watcher to the one we saw at the end of Party Thor? Because their reactions, I thought, I'm quite curious to know where this sits in, in that in that respect. See, this is what uh, I was saying about. I think all these episodes are actually supposed to be in a specific order, but they've been shown on Disney Plus out of order. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of think that like we'll get something at the end of next week, or even in a couple of weeks' time, of them saying, "Oh, if you're going to go back and rewatch it, we recommend you watching it in this specific mm. order." Um, other things I noted, but that, that mention about about a hunger that, that he comes out with. Um, that he sees in Ultron. I wonder whether that was alluded to the fact that the zombie virus might turn out to be the saviour in some way. Oh, Possibly. Yeah. Quantum, that, isn't it? Yeah, whether that's what he's going to do, he's trying to use the zombies in some way as a counter. Um, so, well, look, here's your piece. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, 
And the other thing I just noticed, <laughs> uh, Natasha's pizza call just made me cackle. It was just uh, <laughs> She was really good in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Though I, she I didn't like sound Lake like Bear. Scarlett, but I think she's she's putting in a good enough performance that it still feels similar despite the voice not quite being right. But, but she's really good. Um, I don't know if you guys have watched the Harley Quinn cartoon. Yeah. She's, I, I kind of fall in love with Ivy because of her voice work. She's just brilliant in that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Big thumbs up. That it for you, Tony? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I re really enjoyed it. I think I kind of want to make it my favourite episode now because they've just so much going on inside half an hour and I, and I just thought oh, this is going to be a cliffhanger isn't it and it was <laughs> yeah uh, Josh how about you you got anything else uh, you want, want to add absolute 99% out of 100 for this literally the only nitpick I had as I said before was the fact that Mr Spader couldn't come back mm. um, but yeah if if I ho really hope to God that next week's episode is even better if not exactly as the set like just as good um because if it's a bit of a wet fart at the end i'm going to be really disappointed because they've yeah. picked it up <laughs> so much yeah because i mean american tv shows don't really have a history of second parts being let down do they it's like the next generation yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it, it will be interesting because they have had a habit of kind of leaving us hanging at the end mm. of episodes throughout yeah. this um not quite we've had a couple of oh god what's going to happen next but then we've also had a couple of like oh i couldn't care less feel... what happens next <laughs> yeah or yeah. It, feel, it kind of feels like oh is that it yeah you're just going to leave it there mm. and we're not going to get any more um so i'm hoping they don't do that with the finale that we get yeah. to the end and we actually haven't had a resolution for the whole season um will be a a disappointment, but yeah, it's it's certainly up there. I would put it in my top. It's certainly in my top three. I still think this Strange Supreme episode is my favourite, just because of the performances. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely um, feels like the entire show. They basically punked us at the start, and so you know what? Yeah, they might have been what ifs, but there was a bigger, yeah. one of a better word, end game to all this, and and that's yeah. what it's proven now. Um, yeah, but I would love to see, and it won't happen. I would love to see the like a post-credit scene or something, or the, the finale, to have one of uh, Captain Carter or whoever or Strange actually end up something happening where the the scene finishes and it and it would it would meld from animation to live action to put them into the MCU. Oh film. yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. As we've said, we're we're quite convinced that that version of Strange is going to be in Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah. that's that's yeah. It's just too eerily similar. We're gonna look he, like he's a done something with our version in, in November or December when No Way Home comes out. If that's a load of bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, we've been made to look like twats every week by saying the next episode's this and it hasn't been. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what's new? Um, but yeah, the finale comes. This week, um, this is recorded Sunday evening, so we're just a few days away from the, the finale. So it won't be long until we find out. Um, but yeah, looking forward to, to seeing where it goes. And then 
um, a few more weeks until uh, Hawkeye comes along. So yeah, I assume film as well. Just yeah, that, haven't we? yep. And I suppose we have a another film that we all need to see in a couple of weeks um, due to what's coming. Um, so I'm sure there will be a review of Venom 2 at some point over the mm. next month or so. Um, yeah. So there's that as well. So we aren't going to be we aren't going to be disappearing <laughs> completely. Um, though we are all all of us are going to be away at some point over the next six weeks or so. Um, so there will be a few gaps while no one's around. Um, but there's not a lot to fill in those weeks that we're we're all away, so it's not going to be a a massive mess. So once again, thank you boys for joining me. No problem. And thank you listeners, as always, for for joining us um, to listen to our rambles um, as they are. But we will be back next week with the finale of What If Season 1. And hopefully you will join us then. Cheerio. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.